Well, welcome to the Church Fails podcast, where we bring our failures out into the open so we can laugh together and learn something along the way. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking about new songs that fail. <laughs> but for those of you who don't know me, my name's Cade. I'm the creator of Collaborate Worship and the lead pastor at No Limits Church. My name is Dylan. I am the creative director at Collaborate Worship and the worship leader at No Limits Church. And we're brothers. And we are brothers. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't said that in a while. I know. Now, if you're a worship leader, then you know the struggle of introducing a new song. It ah. doesn't always go like you envision it in that noggin of yours. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, you might be like super pumped about it. It's a song that you've been listening to for a while. You, you love it. It's, it's really ministered to you. <laughs> like, I just know the song is going to minister everybody else the same way it did. You're crying me. in your bedroom. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be so good. <laughs> and then you get... you you. <laughs> So then you do the song on a Sunday, you're pumped about it, and what do you get? A bunch of blank stares. (laughs) (laughs) You been there, Cade? Never. Never. Because I always listen to the Holy Spirit when I chose my Mm, song. Okay. (laughs) And so you think, well, maybe they'll get into it once they've learned the words, you know, they just need need a chance. Then four weeks later, they're still giving you some blank stares. So Cade, tell us about some of your new song fails. And then later on, we'll hear about what you learned in your years as a worship leader. So it's been almost two years since I was a worship leader. That's when I transitioned to lead pastor. So honestly, it's kind of getting to that point where it's been long enough that I don't remember specifics of things. So I can't like really pinpoint specific songs that have failed, or maybe that's because there were so many <laughs> that I'm not able to pinpoint the ones that failed. But one thing that I can think back to in the song that stands out to me is, you know, the song Forever by Carrie Job. The church liked it, but the band didn't like it at first anyway. And one of my worship team members, they shared their opinion. And I remember him saying, he's like, I can't stand Carrie Job. Her voice is so plain, which opened the door during worship team practice for everybody else to share their opinion. And that was a real struggle. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? I don't know. Maybe I just had, I picked better songs than you. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the worship team was just more rowdy whenever I was. <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> maybe they shouldn't like that era of worship music. Yeah. I don't know. I can remember that rehearsal though like it was yesterday. That really hurt my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I kind of remember that. Yeah. I know. You, pr- you probably joined in. Probably so. I was playing bass guitar at the time. I don't know if I di- was the first time we did it because we had another bass player. But uh, yeah, I think I kind of remember that. Things that I learned from that though. Don't drop the song just because a musician doesn't like it because it's tempting, especially if it's a key musician on your team, maybe somebody who's older than you. You're kind of tempted to follow, you know, what they want to do. But also at the same time, like you can't let your band be afraid to have a voice. Like if you shut down every opinion and every idea that they have, I mean, do you really have a team or is it just you? Yeah. You know? Because in the end, what I found is that like even if the worship team or a worship team member didn't like the song, if the if the congregation engaged, then they would end up being okay with it. Yeah. They may not love it, but they'd be like, you know what? I see that everybody else is singing, so I'll start playing this with a good attitude. And if they don't, you can just tell them tough luck. Yep, pretty <laughs> much. You're here to serve. But you're, you're more recent in this because you're leading worship right now. Yeah. So you have some recent uh, fails to pull from. So why don't you talk about two songs that have failed well first if you're wondering if we still do forever we do not do it regularly we pull it out on easter sometimes and the church loves it on easter yeah the band tolerates it for at least (laughs) one sunday out of the year 
I mean, I like the song. It's a good song. It is a good song. Uh, Classic. Yeah, we just don't do it all the time anymore. So yeah. that's all right. Anyway, um, so one of the songs I wanted to talk about that we introduced is one that I'm sure everybody knows. It's Trimble by Mosaic Music. Mm-hmm. Is it Mo- Mosaic Music or Mosaic MSC? <laughs> Does MSC stand for music? I always thought it did. <laughs> I don't know. People are probably laughing at us right now. <laughs> anyway you know we're from oklahoma (laughs) yeah you you know the song i'm sure of it and we jumped on the bandwagon pretty late i knew about it as soon as it started blowing up it's it's definitely their most popular song for sure and i would see churches singing it and like oh that'd be a really cool song to do i don't know what took me so long to introduce it but then came the time i was like all right we're gonna try it out at our church i think they're gonna love it every other church loves it why wouldn't they and it's going to look just like those videos yeah 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 that you, that you see from the other church but it seriously it seemed like every church like the the congregation just loved it everywhere i don't know maybe it was misleading but we did it and we got those blank stares the first sunday and i was like okay maybe they just they didn't catch on to the lyrics yet that's cool <laughs> and i think we did it four three more times we did a total of four times and um at the end of that fourth time, it seemed like they still weren't getting it. Maybe there have been one Sunday where they kind of connected, but that's it. Out of all four of those, they only connected with it on one Sunday. And so I was like, okay, we'll give it a couple more times. Maybe later on, we'll give it a couple weeks break and we'll bring it back and see how they feel about it. Again, same thing. Some blank stares, not really any connection at all. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> it's such a good song and it seems like everybody loves it, but I guess it just wasn't for our church. And so usually when I when I come across a song like that, I go to Kate's wife, Beth, who's still on the worship team. She's kind of like my assistant worship leader, I would say. I'm like, what do you think, Beth? We also I, call her the whole shooter. Yeah, the whole shooter. Like, if there's something <laughs> wrong with your idea, she's going to find it. Yeah. And so she she's gauging the congregation just as much as I am in the worship service. And I'm like, what do you think? Do you think they connected with it at all? She's like, no. <laughs> I think we need to cut that one out. I've been waiting for you to ask. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that one didn't last very long, and that was a bummer because it's a good song. I don't really know a person that doesn't like it. I don't really think that anybody disliked it. They just didn't connect with it like they needed to. Let's try to diagnose that though and put it to words. I know that you probably haven't like thought too deeply into it, which I don't know that that's necess- that's not necessary on songs that don't work. You don't have to do this. But I'm just curious, like why why did it not work? Like it's obviously a good song. It connects with other churches, and the question that actually comes to mind is I got to experience that song from the congregation. You only experience it from the stage. So I had a different perspective. Mm-hmm. And my question is, did the the gal that you had sing the song, lead the song, did she connect with the song? I think she did. Okay. I think she told me she did. Didn't we try it with her and Beth? I only remember it with her. I think we practiced it with Beth one time, Cade's wife, um, and it just didn't fit her voice as well. I think it may have been a little bit too high for her, so we would have had to drop it down, and it didn't sound quite right. And I maybe um, it didn't fit the other gal singing it very well either. Like she didn't do bad. But I just don't think it was the best fit for her voice either. So we just didn't really have anybody that could pull it off super well and do it justice. Maybe. I don't know. I think it sounded good. You think like, it did? She's a really good vocalist. Yeah, she is. And like her high notes are like really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of when she gets into her upper register, that's kind of like one of those moments that gives you chills. And she would sing forever too and hit those higher ones and mm-hmm. sound really good. So I think it sounded good. But like watching her, like you, it just felt disconnected like every time that she sang it. I don't know if maybe she didn't connect with the lyrics of the song or the style of the song or mm-hmm. or what, but that's 
from the outs from the other perspective from the congregation's perspective like that's that would be my diagnosis is the lead vocal didn't connect with the song so you really don't have a chance mm-hmm. at anybody else connecting with it yeah and that's really cool i mean we all have songs that we don't connect with when we lead them mm-hmm. we all have those songs um we just we really didn't have anybody else that that song would fit well for so yeah like i couldn't sing it obviously yep so just retire it that really brings up an interesting thought that i've never thought of is you always choose like pick the vocalist for the song based on where it fits in their register and things Uh who's going to sound the best you know and deliver it the best maybe you got to go one step deeper and actually think about like are they gonna be able to connect with the lyrics of this song Mm -hmm. and deliver this song like with conviction yeah yeah I would say I started out thinking mostly like, how's this going to fit vocally and musically? Yeah. But I think a lot more now about are the lyrics going to connect? Now that I've had two years of seeing what the congregation connects with and kind of gauging their reaction to specific songs that I've introduced, I feel like I have a pretty good idea of like how complicated the lyrics need to be for them to connect because they don't really do very well with Bethel. We live in Oklahoma. Like we're not a very poetic state. Mm. <laughs> Bethel's music is pretty poetic. It's beautiful, mm-hmm. but our congregation just doesn't connect with it. Yep. Um, I've introduced a lot of elevation. I think their lyrics are just really simple and they're, they're really singable in my opinion. And our church is connected really well with elevation. And so those have gone over pretty well. I, I, I tend to kind of stick with certain worship groups that I found right songs we connect with. Mm-hmm. I think that's totally cool. Um, I try to branch out every, a little bit every now and then. We re- recently started doing a lot of Highlands. We didn't used to do any of them, and the church is loving it. They're eating it up. So I'm really glad we found out about Highlands when we did because it's been a blessing to our church. Yeah, so. for sure. I like that point about Bethel because it was the same thing whenever I was leading worship. I loved Bethel songs. Uh-huh. I think every worship leader loves Bethel songs. Like, this is so awesome. Yeah, beautiful. It's just the musicality of it's beautiful. The lyrics are beautiful. And then you bring it to a bunch of people who aren't worship leaders and they're just like, what? Like they just kind of look at you like, what did we just sing? Yeah. <laughs> <And> that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> you guys need to like this too. <laughs> and you you probably try to explain the lyrics to them and they're just still not getting it. <laughs> All right, that's time true. to retire. <laughs> Uh, but I want to move on to one more song that I wanted to talk about, and that's Who You Say I Am. Hillsong. Hillsong. Yeah. I'm sure everybody knows this one, too. It blew up there for a little bit. I am who you say I am. <laughs> Just like the title says. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for singing that for us. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I think, if I remember correctly, they seem to really catch on to it the first couple times we did it. Like, all right, they're really liking this song. Cool. And that's one of those songs that I don't want to have a ton of in the set because it's a lot more about us than it is about god and i don't think there's anything wrong with that i just don't think they should be the majority of what you sing Mm -hmm. Uh, some people might agree with that some people might not that's cool anyway they just turned you off right there yeah (laughs) regardless of where you're at just stick with us yeah (laughs) so we introduced it we didn't have a ton of songs like that at the time and i was like this is going to be a really good one like that because i want to have a few of them and uh, they seemed to really connect with it the first couple times you remember when we introduced that I remember. You liked the song, though, so you you connected with it. Yeah. Um, and we did it for a couple of months, and the excitement about it just seemed to die off, and everybody just seemed to be burned burned out within a couple months. Is that a one-and-done type of song? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but about two months in, we did it, and we just got those blank stares, and they, they knew the lyrics. They had a few Sundays where they really connected with it, I was like, that's really weird. So we did it a few more times and same thing. They just turned off. 
And so I went to Beth again. It's like, what do you think? She's like, yeah, I think we better cut that one out too. <laughs> I don't, so I don't know. That was a really weird situation. I didn't really understand that one, but hmm. I feel like this is like a, where I can reveal to you the problems of the song session. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Tell me what I need to hear. And I, I don't think it's because I have some kind of superpower. I think it's just because I'm on the other side of this now and there's things you don't see when you're on stage. Yeah. But that song, I remember it just, that wasn't a uh, execution problem. I think like the band just really never figured it out. Like it never felt like it went anywhere. Like it, you know how songs like have to have a progression. It can't just be like, it feels like the same all the way through. Like as far as, um, dynamics go mm -hmm. and that was one that almost felt the same all the way through all the way through the song and so it does get tiring which would explain why it looks like people are burned out from it because it just i don't know this didn't go anywhere mm -hmm. and i don't know what we could have done i think it's kind of that song anyway like it's one that anyone's going to struggle with to figure out the dynamics of that song maybe the i think the melodies are pretty like in this like small area so you can't rely on the vocal to take it somewhere it's all in the band it's back just kind of like hitting the same chords the whole way through. <laughs> then yeah, that makes sense. Then it's just one of those songs you pull out every now and then. Yeah. Uh, don't give it a, a heavy rotation. Maybe it just needs like a little rewrite musicality for a smaller band. Like maybe the big band, it makes sense the way that it was written, but you just can't really execute that. Yeah. In a small setting. Yeah, that makes me want to pull it back out and see what we can do with it. Yeah. Huh. I'll keep that in mind. I'm sure everybody's had had a few songs like that. <laughs> yep. But I would say that in most cases, you're not going to know if a song is going to resonate with your congregation until the third consecutive week. So like the first week, you're going to get the blank stares on almost any song. There are those few, though, that like the first time you introduce it, like everybody's lit about it. I don't know if it's because they've been hearing it on the radio or like what the connection is. But that's always really exciting as a worship leader. But sometimes they'll smile at you the first song, but most, mostly it's just, or the first week, just blank stares. And the second week, your avid singers, like the ones who just love worship almost as much as you do as a worship leader, like they'll try to join in, like they'll kind of fumble over the words, they'll sing the chorus at least, and maybe the bridge if it's easy to catch on to. But then by the third week, like most of your congregation should be kind of like trying to get into the chorus or trying to get into the bridge. But they'll still struggle with the verses, and that's okay. And they may struggle mm -hmm. with the verses forever, because <laughs> some of the verses are <laughs> we really struggle weird. with the verses. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. But if by this third week you look out and it's still not resonating with people, you probably need to cut it. Mm -hmm. But I'd say you at least got to give it three weeks. What's your timeline? I'd say three weeks. Cut it off for consecutive. Yeah, do, yep. do it three weeks consecutively. Cut it off for a month and bring it back like a month later and see what what it's like at that point yeah give it another week yep and i think you already touched on this but your kind of main takeaway from why do some songs work and some songs don't go ahead and give that to him so i just want to reiterate that you know just because the song does well in a lot of other churches doesn't mean it's going to connect with your congregation and there are songs that have become really popular here recently that I've been hesitant to do. Cause I'm just like, I don't know that they'd really connect with that as well. Just from what I've learned over the last two years. And there's some that it's probably because I really don't like it that much. And maybe I just need to get over it and try them out. Um, I'm trying to think of one in specific was, we were talking about one the other day that we both don't like, but a lot of people love it. You remember what that was? 
Oh, we probably shouldn't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to start a fight. <laughs> no, that's a good point. <laughs> oh, might as well. It's the blessing. Isn't yeah. it? Isn't that what we were talking about? Yeah, there was another one too, though. Yeah. I, I like the blessing. I just don't think it's an every, a regular rotation kind of song. I like li- the blessing too. Like, I wouldn't listen to it every day. I like the, the messaging of it. And mm-hmm. The style of it's pretty cool, you know, but. Oh, it was Waymaker. Ah. Everybody loves that song. Yep. Waymaker, miracle worker. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't dislike it. I just, I don't know what it is. I just didn't really want to do it. Yeah. But maybe our congregation would like it. Maybe I should just get over it and try it out. What do you yeah. think? Maybe you should just test it. Yeah. We can see what happens. That's something I've thought about lately, though, because there are some songs that probably would work, and I just, I have something against it for some reason, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it just because I don't like it. Mm, that's a struggle. Yeah. Putting your personal preferences aside. Yeah. I think we tend to pick songs by our personal preference initially, but... I mean, it's important that the worship leader likes the song, but you don't have to like them all at the same level, I guess. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Because I think even if you didn't like it at first, if you tried it out and the congregation loved it, you'd end up loving it because that's the whole point that you're there anyway is to get them to engage in worship. So mm-hmm. whatever gets gets them there, you know? Yeah. I would say keep, keep notes when you're introducing new songs. Um really analyze it if they are not connecting with it and you end up cutting it try to figure out why and write that down so you have those notes for later on and when you're thinking oh this would be a really good song to introduce and you can go back to those notes and hit it against those points of why you think they didn't connect with that last song mm-hmm. and by that you might you might find out that this is probably going to be a really good one or this is maybe not going to be a good one and it'll help you to not fall on your face <laughs> when you introduce new songs yeah yeah cuz i don't think i've really had any strikeouts in a, in a while not because i'm just good at picking songs but i think i've just started to figure out what they connect with yeah just takes time yeah it takes you've time. been at it for almost two years now yeah and what it took you about that long to figure it out probably yeah. and two yeah. two years really isn't even that long i still feel no. like i'm a new worship leader yeah but if you're if you're like a really fresh worship leader don't be discouraged give it some time you'll figure it out and take some notes that's yeah. my encouragement it reminds me of uh principle in business they, they always say hire fa- hire slow fire fast and maybe that's something that works for song selection too pick your new song slow really think through it but when something isn't working three weeks in kick it to the curb but what about all that work that we put into it yeah get rid of it because yeah i think i think that most churches hang on to things way too long just in general including songs and there may be even churches out there that have been singing a song for the last 10 years. It's not working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do still do a lot of songs that we've been doing for a long time, but they still work. Yeah, they work. Yeah. And how do we know if they work? It's all an engagement, right? Mm-hmm. Are people engaging with it? Then it's working. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's a really good feeling when you introduce a new song and then you see one of your congregation members post about it on Facebook, like the following. You're like, oh yeah, somebody got it. <laughs> <laughs> They're even listening to it throughout the week. Yeah. This on Sunday. Yeah. That's a good feeling. So, I mean, if you can find songs like that, that they connect with so well that they'll listen to it throughout the week. That's, that's a home run in my opinion. Agreed. So, yeah. well, awesome. Hopefully you have found this encouraging. If you've picked a song that did not work out, you're not alone. We all go through that and it's okay. Just, um, have the courage to get rid of it and find something else because there's lots of great songs out there. If there's one thing we'd like you to do at the end of this podcast is to subscribe 
so that we can let you know when the next one comes out. And also while you're at it, go ahead and tell one of your worship leader friends about the podcast so they can laugh with you and learn something along the way. We'll catch you next time. Peace.